0: Hi, welcome to my podcast, Go for 2 with Cargo. I'm your host, Cargo, and I'm joined by my co-host sometimes, Tyson, who is my two-year-old puppy. If this isn't your first time, hey, welcome back. And if you're new, hey, my name is Carlos. But everybody calls me Cargo or Los. This is my podcast on where I keep you up to date on all 32 teams in the NFL, in-season and of course during the off-season. During the NFL season, I got you covered on games, making predictions with some in-depth analysis, some fantasy football advice, and help break down some of the biggest headlines during the season. Now, during the off season is where I like to go off. Get it? This is how my passion of football started. Since I was young, one of my favorite events was watching the NFL draft. Believe it or not, I used to write down every pick from player to team, to even what school he went to. I grew up watching Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay talk about football prospects all day long. From trying to predict how teams will draft, where a team will take the best available player or draft based on need. Now I've decided to share with you that same insight of my very own into my mock drafts. Now I'm not an expert, but it's always fun. I also like to cover free agent signing periods, and I also like to do a little quarterback shuffle where I create pairings for players to new places. I also, at the end of the offseason, will do an in-depth 32-team roster breakdown where I like to predict how their season will go and to see if they possibly did enough to make the playoffs and even possibly win a Super Bowl. Now, let's get started. Alrighty guys. So with the conclusion of the draft, um, like I said, we're kind of doing an eight part series where I take each division and I break down the draft class and I rank them on which team I thought did the best to which a team I thought maybe could have done something a little bit different, maybe done a little bit more. Um, at the end of the day, we won't know if the class is successful until maybe three to five years from now. Um, it's, I think ultimately about, um, you know, not when you're taken, but where you're taking, uh, developing players. I mean, you could look at even recent years past that the lack of draft capital, you know, um, having a lot of success. So um, some of the things that I'm going to be ranking these teams on are. Uh, values of where certain players are drafted. For example, if a guy you know has a first-round grade and you can get him in the third round because maybe he had some off-the-field issues, that's something that I would deem maybe as a value. Um, ultimately, of course, uh, the number one trait for players is availability. Um, and another thing, too, is addressing needs that they have on a football team. If you need a wide receiver and you draft a wide receiver, um, that'll help. Um, I also think it's really important um how you move around the draft. maybe if you don't have a lot of draft picks, you can kind of trade back a little bit to collect some more draft capital um It's not always about the number of players, but what you do with those picks um and then I'm gonna give you some insight on some players that I really like um maybe in fantasy moving forward here, okay. So um with this episode it's a little bit special. I'm currently not in San Antonio, Texas. I'm in um uh, or- uh, Irvine California, Orange County. Um had an amazing opportunity to come out here uh for the weekend. So, you know, I figured since I'm I'm in Cali, I'm on the West Coast, I I figured, you know, maybe these next two episodes that I'm going to do, I'm going to record them in California. Uh not necessarily on the beach um but uh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and do the uh AFC West here today. Um and the AFC West is one of those divisions that's been super interesting over the last couple of months just because of the uh the, the movement that's been going on. So you look at the uh Las Vegas Raiders making a big trade for Devontae Adams, who's reunited with his college teammate and Derek Carr. Um The Denver Broncos trading for uh, Super Bowl-winning quarterback Russell Wilson. We have the um, Los Angeles Chargers trading for Khalil Mack and signing uh, J.C. Jackson in in the offseason. And then, you know, you have the Kansas City Chiefs trading away uh, Tyreek Hill. Um, You know, now we're going to look to see how they fill the void from that. So it's it's just interesting that maybe you look at the Chiefs and say, well, they kind of took a step down losing Tyreek Hill. And everybody in that division kind of took a step forward to try to come chase after Kansas City. So uh, there's so much to get into. So I'm going to go ahead and just get right into it. Yeah, I I truly believe, though, at the end of the day, um, I understand that the Kansas City Chiefs lost Tyreek Hill. Um, I do believe in the madness that is Andy Reid. How they're going to replace Tyreek Hill is going to be interesting, but um, I thought what they did with the draft, not only the amount of picks they had, but what they did with those picks and the amount of value that they got here. So at pick number 21, the Kansas City Chiefs actually traded up to select Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. Um, I think this is just a great value pick. Kind of reminds me of last year's draft with the Cleveland Browns selecting Greg Newsom third. how he kind of just was falling a little bit and um, kind of fell into their lap. Uh, Kansas City said, hey, this is a player that, you know, um, is going to be a great pick for us. And he fills a need and he brings talent to that secondary. um, You know, with the loss of Chardavius Ward, I do believe he's going to be an upgrade. This is a guy who can play inside, outside. He's extremely physical, can tackle, um, high football IQ. um, You know, and then Washington just has a rich tradition of, you know putting guys in the NFL you look at uh, Marcus Peters, Buddha Baker, Brian Murphy uh, and those are just kind of uh, to name a few here. Um in the first round pick number 30 the Kansas City Chiefs select, select George Office, edge rusher out of Purdue. Once again another great value pick uh fits a need. This is a guy that could have gone literally anywhere in the first round. Um you know this time last year people were talking about him possibly being the First overall pick. Um, So to get him at pick number 30 kind of reminds me also of last year where the Buffalo Bills took Gregory Rosario. Um, This was a guy that was um, top five talent. Um, They got him in the later round. So um, this is a group that needed to add some youth and some talent here. Um, He's going to help out this defense that was ranked 29th in sacks last year. So he, him, Uh, Chris Jones and Frank Clark um, have a nice little group in the uh, um, defensive line here. Now, in the second round, the Kansas City Chiefs select Sky Moore, wide receiver, Western Michigan. Um, Once again, this is another unbelievable pick. How he fell to the late second round is beyond me. Um, This is a guy that was, you know, his – if not for all these great wide receivers in this class, could have probably slid – Maybe late first round, early second round, but to get him here, this is another weapon for Patrick Mahomes. Um, they just lost a um a lot of talent. Um, they did bring in a lot of guys, so um, I do think he could be one of Patrick Mahomes' uh, favorite targets. Um, he does kind of remind me of me, maybe like a Debo Samuel. Um, they're just gonna try to get his ball, his hands uh, with the ball. Um, you know, he's a guy that ran a lot of slant rounds at Western Michigan. Run after the catch is gonna be his thing. And then in, in the second round as well, um, you know, just a couple picks later, they took safety Brian Cook out of Cincinnati. Cincinnati had a great year. Um, so I'm not surprised that there's so many Cincinnati players being taken. Um, this is another versatile safety to go with um, you know, Justin Reed. And Juan Thornhill, um, you're kind of seeing right now this trend that the uh the the Los Angeles Rams have created with the three safety look, um, and you know, I think that's what the uh, this is a copycat league, so I think that's what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. So, a good pickup for them. In the third round, they went with Leo Chanel, linebacker of Wisconsin. Um, once again, another really good value pick. He's a guy that's going to be on special teams. Um, and then you add him with um, last year's second round pick, Nick Bolton, and really gay uh, from the year before. A nice young group at linebacker here. In the fourth round, they took Joshua Williams, cornerback out of Lafayetteville State, um, HBCU player here. So I love that. You know, he um has all the physical tools. He gives them depth and maybe just needs a little bit of time to develop here. But more depth to a secondary that absolutely needed it last year. In the fifth round, they actually traded up for Darian Kennard, offensive tackle Kentucky. Um this was an a great value. This is a guy who could have easily gone anywhere between the third to the fifth round. They get him here in the fifth round. He could end up being the starting right tackle here. Um and then we have a couple seventh round picks. Um Jalen Watson, cornerback out of Washington State. Um once again, the depth was the issue last year. You add some more talent. Um you just hope that maybe some of these late round picks can develop into some really um key uh special teams players and even possibly rotational guys. They also took Isaiah Pachko, running back out of Rutgers, just to add some depth to the uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire-Ronald uh, Jones group here. And then the Z Johnson safety out of Marshall once again. Uh, maybe a guy who could possibly find his way on the team playing special teams. Um, they also did sign um, undrafted rookie free agent Justin Ross who uh, his freshman year was looking like the best wide receiver in college football if not for like a spinal cord uh, issue um, could have been a first round talent so I love that he's got an opportunity there in Kansas City um, I did see that video of him running that round and kind of falling but you know hopefully um, you know he can kind of get his uh, legs under him a little bit and then another really important thing that the uh, Chiefs did was they actually traded for Lonnie Johnson. Um, he's the former cornerback for the Texans. Um, once again, just adding uh, some depth to a group that really needed it this year. So um, Kansas City didn't have a lot of holes to fill last year. They had a needs at offensive line. They addressed that this year. They had needs at cornerback, uh, defensive end, and safety. And they um, they not only filled those spots, but they got great value for them as well. Now the team that I thought did... The second best essentially. Um, I'm gonna have to go with the uh Los Angeles Chargers. Um, in the first round they selected Zion Johnson guard out of Boston College. Um, it feels like every year the Los Angeles Chargers get a great value pick, especially at the number seventeen. Um, a couple of years ago they got Derwin James at seventeen, so um, you know, I love the idea of them adding to that offensive line, which has been improved over the last couple of years. Last year, they got um, offensive tackle Rashawn Slater, who fell to them at 12. Um, so now you add Zion Johnson to the other side of the offensive line, um, helps the run game and protects uh, Justin Herbert here. In the third round, they took JT Wood's safety out of Baylor. Um, you talk about super athletic. He was a hurdler at Baylor. These Baylor dudes just run. That's all they do out there. And then once again, Brandon Staley, the head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers, adds another safety to a really good group with Nasir Adderley and Derwin James. Once again, kind of copying what the Rams are doing with that three safety high look. Um, it just gives them a little bit more uh, versatility, especially with um, how much space you have to cover in today's NFL. In the fourth round, they took running back Isaiah Spiller, running back out of Texas a and um, I really like the pick here. This is a great value as well. Um, adding depth to this running back group is going to be important. Austin Eckler is a guy that um, has been super productive but has had some injury concerns in the past. So um, adding Isaiah Spiller, you know, um, kind of reminds me a little bit of Austin Eckler, to be honest. So uh, a nice little group um, there for him and Justin Herbert. Um, In round five, um, they got Otito Agbonia, defensive tackle out of UCLA. Um, He is an absolute uh, pure nose tackle. They added some youth to that defensive line to go along with Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa. Uh, No Jordan Davis, but uh, this will be a nice little pickup here as well. In the sixth round, they went with uh, Jameer Slayer, guard out of Georgia. This is a guard who has a lot of talent. Um, he could be a developmental right tackle here to take over for Storm Norden in the future. Now, in the sixth round, they got just Sir Taylor, quarterback out of Wake Forest. Um, once again, Brandon Staley comes over from the Rams where they had so much success in drafting defensive backs late um, in the draft. Uh, day three guys, you know, fixed sixth, seventh round guys. So um, could this be the next gem? We'll have to wait and see, obviously. but And then um, a couple seventh-round picks. Danae, uh Leonard, defensive back out of Ole Miss. This is a guy that was um, drafted in the Canadian Football League uh, but decided to return to Ole Miss uh, for another year. Um, some more depth, uh, obviously, guys who maybe could play special teams. Uh, and in the seventh round, Sander Horfick. Fullback out of Purdue. I I like the seventh round pick for a fullback. I mean, why not? This is a guy that um, if you want to run the ball, he's going to be able to help you do that. And then, um, like I said, what the Chargers have done this offseason, they've had some deficiencies on defense, but I think they've uh, shirt those up. So um, I like um, how they address this draft. Um, and then the team that I thought did the third best, this one was a tough one, too, because I, I just can't help but think, um, essentially, you traded your first-round pick to get Russell Wilson. Uh, I mean, that's got to be the best draft so far, right? Um, and even the Denver Broncos, this is a team that didn't have a lot of needs. I really liked what they did on draft day. Um, just because I have them ranked third doesn't mean that I don't – think they had a good draft it's just maybe the other teams um just did more with what they had um in the second round they took Nick Patino edge rusher out of Oklahoma um this is a great pick here great value this is a guy that you know i thought could have easily been an early second round pick to get him in this later second round pick um to go with Bradley Chubb Randy Gregory um this guy's got some juice if he could just develop his physical traits a little bit. um, I definitely think he'll be a rotational guy for sure. In the third round, they got Greg Dolsky, a tight end out of UCLA. Um, This will allow Russell Wilson to go into those 22 personnel. He's a great receiving tight end um, to replace Noah Fant for that uh, trade for Russell Wilson. Um, I don't know. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Travis Kelsey. I think, um, in a couple of years, might be somebody that we look at as like, this was a really good pick here as well. In the fourth round, they got Damari Memphis cornerback out of Pittsburgh. Uh, another great pick here. You just add some more depth to the cornerback position. Um, you got to think about, you know, the guys you're going to have to cover in this division, you know, Mike Williams, Devontae Adams, uh, the Travis Kelseys of the world and stuff like that. In the fourth round, um, they went back-to-back picks here. um. Ibosomia um defensive lineman out of Iowa State. I'm sorry for messing that name up. Um, but this guy's 6'6, 319 pounds. He is a pure nose tackle, but has some pass rush abilities. Um, had nine sacks last year. So uh, another really nice pickup for the Denver Broncos here. Um, we had a couple fifth round picks here. Um, DeLorean. Turner Yell, safety out of Oklahoma. Um, he's just going to add some some depth and definitely be on special teams. He's a, a big physical safety. Uh, in the fifth round, Montrell, Washington, wide receiver has Sanford. Um, this is a guy who had two punt returns last year. Um, could have an opportunity to be the return man here this year. Um, in the fifth round, um, they took center Luke Wadenberg out of Washington. Um, I really like this guy. I thought he was going to go a lot higher. Um, the The only thing, his issue was um, his physical traits, which I think he can develop into a future starter. Um, and also note that the Denver Broncos did trade up to select him here in the fifth round. With the sixth round, they took Matt Henningsen's uh, defensive tackle out of Wisconsin. This guy was a former walk-on, impressed, a, uh, as a freshman started all four years. Um this is a guy who um could be in a rotation um if he can make the roster here. And in the seventh round, Fallon Hicks defensive back West Wisconsin. Um once again more depth uh possibly a guy who can maybe play some special teams here. Um and the team I thought and maybe did the least best. I mean, like I said, it's just hard to rank these teams because they were all so aggressive in free agency that I love it. But um, I just had a couple concerns here. But, you know, the biggest thing for them was they needed to address the wide receiver position. Um, And to get Devontae Adams with the 22nd pick and a second-round pick, I, I think that's a steal for them. Um, In the third round, they went with Dylan – Parham, guard out of Memphis. Um a great pick here. This is a guy who's all about run blocking. I think he's gonna step in and be the day one day one starter at right guard. Now we had a couple fourth round picks here. Um in the fourth round, they went with Zamir White, running back out of Georgia. Now um this was an interesting pick for me. Obviously, I do like the pick for uh running back just because um, they declined Josh Jacobs' um, uh, fifth-year option. So this is going to be a big make-or-break year. And Josh McDaniels, the new head coach, is probably thinking, you know what, uh, maybe he doesn't fit what we need. Um, we're not really looking to, you know, the Patriots don't overpay for running backs. Um, and they draft a lot of running backs. So um, a good pickup here. He's a running back uh, who's dealt with some injuries but has some power and some speed. Uh, In the fourth round, they traded up for Neyland Farrell Jr., defensive tackle out of LSU. This is a pure nose tackle. He is a guard eater. Um, I I like the pick here um, just because the the Raiders did struggle stopping the run, um, which is interesting because in the fifth round, they took another defensive tackle, Matthew Butler, out of Tennessee. Another great value pick. Um, This was definitely one of those guys that was the best available option um. Just the, the biggest thing is, is they re-signed a couple of guys, so I don't know how they're gonna get on the field with so many defensive tackles. But um, having depth is gonna be something that's important. You want to get pressure up the middle as well. Now, a couple seventh round picks here. They went with Thayer Moonford, offensive tackle at Ohio State. Um, the pedigree of being an offensive lineman from Ohio State helps out a lot. Um, just to add some depth to this offensive line, that was one of the biggest issues last year. Um, but has some ability maybe to play guard. And in the seventh round, they go with Brendan Brown, running back out of UCLA. Um, you know, Josh McDaniels comes from the uh Bill Belichick um tree, and obviously the Patriots drafted multiple running backs over the last couple of years, so um, not surprised. At first, I was a little surprised, but when I really thought about it, it kind of just made sense to me. So um, it's going to be interesting to see how this running back position plays out um, in the next year. So um, there you guys have it. That's what I got for the AFC West. I'm going to be working on the NFC West here pretty soon. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this one as much as I did. Um, And if you have any recommendations for uh, uh, Irvine, California, if you've ever been, uh, let me know. I might go visit the Cowboys here or the Kardashians. Thank you guys for listening. And please feel free to reach out to me via social media. Uh, My IG is Gus 17 and Twitter Gus 3